okay. Uh, but yeah, he was uh, he got trolled by some white supremacists and then responded and then he got suspended. But we saw him for the Grifties. He came out for the Grifties and did his thing. Ah, uh, you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, we live. What up, people? <laughs> I'm glad we ain't say nothing private. <laughs> I am. Zet, 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 Hotep Jesus, dude. Got a wonderful conversation lined up for y'all today. With a very, very special individual, somebody who's very near and dear to my heart. I just love the content she creates. I love her mind. Um, I love what she means to the world. I love what she means to the black community. Um, I love what she's done with Donovan. Donovan was suffering from some ailments. And I said, I'm like, man, you ain't got no, no hotep in your life, dog. So I referred him to Project Brooke. He's been documenting his journey on Twitter and on menofwater.com. And it's been um, a wonderful experience for him. But this is somebody who I have the pleasure and honor to speak to. Absolutely drop dead gorgeous. Absolutely just brilliant, smart, provocative, insightful. Her podcast just makes me laugh because, like, she be cussing y'all out. <laughs> she she don't mm-hmm. care. She is unapologetic. And she be cussing. You, you you would think she ain't gonna be cussing, but she be cussing on her podcast, and she be going off. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Project Rook. What's going on, little people? Um, first of all, first and foremost, how are you? How are you holding up? I'm, I'm fantastic. I'm better than I've ever been. Life is stupendous, tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> so this all of that. These events haven't brought you down. Nah, not at all. Only been higher, only been up, only been like I talk my shit because I can back it up. Uh, uh. So, so yeah, so things have been well. Things have been good. You know, I'm I I observe, I'm watching. I have family and friends like everybody else. So um certain people have experienced things. Um most of my hard hitters, uh, no. <laughs> Those who have advised that have listened to Wise Counsel have been been well. Um, you know, few things here and there, but outside of that, man, um, I'm good. I'm well. Kenny Hotep, thank you for the super chat. You said been waiting for this knowledge to drop. It's here. It is here. Um, so you said um some people who have been listening to the wise council have done well and others have not. What are they, what are these others experiencing? Have they been experiencing the bug? You know, they've been, you know what they've been experiencing exactly what they've been expecting to experience. So exactly what they've been looking for, they've been finding it. So they've been expecting (laughs) to come in contact with certain things. They've been expecting as a result of coming in contact with those things to have certain effects from that. And they've been experiencing just that. See, ain't life beautiful? Congratulations, creator. (laughs) Congratulations. You've gotten exactly what you've dreamt about, what you've thought about. What are the most consistent thoughts in your mind? You've attracted this, is that what you're saying? Exactly what you have married to, what you have created a union with. 
Mm. And you can't override emotions and where you lock yourself in, where your deepest convictions. So it is creation, conception, plus conviction equals creation. So it doesn't matter how you swing this thing. You are behind the driver's seat. And that's what people have experienced. Run that equation past me one more time. Conception. The equation again is conception. Okay. Plus conviction. Because you got to have the feeling, the vibration behind it, the true belief. Right. Equals creation. That's what draws it forth. Creation means you have to bring forth. We just bring the thing forth. Because if we get technical about it, a good book says creation is finished. So you ain't really creating what doesn't already exist. You're just bringing it forth. Mm. that's what people have done so even some of it's been fun watching the spiritual community because we talk a big game and i mostly speak to those who talk big shit because that's the energy i got so i like that but we should be able to back that up so if you have the faith if you have the spiritual practices if you have you say you the original you say you all powerful, you got the ancestors on lock, then that should be able to serve you. But yeah, it seems almost like church folks. You just as sick as everybody else. <laughs> Something ain't adding up. The spiritual community you talk about. Mm-hmm. They getting sick. You've seen, you seen some of them be affected by the recent events of the past two years. Not only be affected, but be paralyzed by the fear. Cause you gotta have that before you can be infected. That has to, you know, the moment that you pause to a thing, the moment that there is a slight hesitation is what we can call in yoga, that, that space, right? The moment that you have that, you change. Mm. So the moment you go on social media, you, t- you, you tap into television and you hear, uh-oh, this is the big one. Uh-oh, they done let loose. It was some monkeys on the back of a truck. This the big one. It's about, listen, anybody that came in contact with them, you know, be on the lookout for symptoms, right? <laughs> as soon as you pause to that, yield to that, you make it true. You have convinced what you say subconsciously is, oh, damn. Uh-oh, I better be on the lookout for that. I better be mindful of that. And so that's what a lot of folks have done. I don't want people to be confused about illness or sickness. And I like, I like good questions. And when people say, listen, Rook, I hear what you're saying, but I'm telling you, man, even my sister said it. Like, listen, I was down bad. It's real. Is it? Is it? I mean, because if a man, as a man thinks, so is he. Mm. So it's almost like the people that want to debate between whether there is lack in the world or whether there's abundance. Mm. Well, depends on what vantage point you're looking from. Mm. So you're both correct. Mm. 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 <laughs> so the same thing applies when it comes to this illness game. So yes, you were sick, but I got news for a lot of people, Jack. Your ass was sick before 2019, 2020. <laughs> So let's not make no mistake about it. Hotel. You've been sick. <laughs> You've been sick. 
Like people get, I'm like, what did we miss the stats? Our, our health been on the decline for a long time. Right. We've been popping pills and increasing usage of pharmaceutical drugs for a long time. Nobody thought to look at the side effects of those. Mm. Nobody thought. We got people saying I'm healthy, but they're on three different prescription drugs. How is that possible? <laughs> but my blood pressure, good. That ain't your blood pressure. That's the pills blood pressure. Mm. Come off them pills and let's see what your pressure is. Mm. So, yeah. Did you get the... uh? The Ninja Turtles? We call it the Ninja Turtles. Did you get because it's different variants and mutations or whatnot? Did you get it? I can't get something <laughs> I don't believe exists. <laughs> so I'm not quite how sure that how, how that works. So I, I guess the answer would be no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. So somehow people have been plagued by a deadly virus. And Project Rook has been able to sidestep that. Maybe she's a magician. Uh, Kat, Cannon Hotep said the laws of attraction are real. Absolutely. Uh, Brody McFarlane said, uh, how much of Brody's hot chicken can I eat? I love it. <laughs> 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 Brody trolling. Once a week. Um, Tops. So since you didn't get it, you probably went and got the, um, the vacation. You went and got the shot, didn't you? The wax, the waxing? Yeah. Nah. You ain't get the shot? Nah. You need to, you're supposed to get, Biden and, and Dr. Grifty said you're supposed to get the shot. Why you ain't get the shot? Everybody I know they got it, been sick. Mm. Everybody I know they got it, they got a range of things going on. They done got diagnosed with flu, pneumonia, bronchitis, worst case scenario, um, and they didn't get in, it was my pops, but he didn't get an official diagnosis because it's hard to, it's hard to get a diagnosis for, um, yo, you've jacked up your system. Your system is inflamed, it's on fire. So he was just in debilitating pain from head to toe, couldn't hardly walk. Mm. Now, of course he didn't make any connection to that. He's like, nah, that was way the top of last year. No, no, not ain't. And I didn't push it because I don't need him giving no energy to that. So if he don't believe that there is a connection there, then it doesn't serve either one of us to keep to put his attention on that. Correct. So I just like, all right, cool. Um, now let's 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 keep it real. Pop's health was already, eh, you know, country straight. We country folks. So going hard in the paint, overeating, that's what we do. Those, uh, you know, the top three, cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes. He never dealt with any diabetes to my, to my knowledge. So he already had, he wasn't in the best of health. And this is what people don't understand. What is so dangerous when you say those whose system is already compromised, you actually need it more. Excuse me, what? <laughs> Because a system that's already compromised, and now you're going to flood it with more foreign material, with more toxicity, and you're going to have a shitstorm on your hands. Mm. Now, so anyway, back in October, you know, um, you know, I had to go home, had to stop everything. Like, listen, bro. And normally I'm pretty laid back with my folks. Do whatever. You know, you know how I get down. You know, so I, I give you a little this, give you a little that. But once he got down, like, look at here, let's cut out the clown stuff. 
all right, <laughs> this is what you need to do. Because he couldn't even lay down to sleep. He was like slumped over in the chair. Mm. Like that's how he was having to sleep. And, you know, initially they didn't gave him every pain medicine that they could give him, which is dangerous, right? Which gets a lot of folks hooked, which is, that's a whole nother conversation. But I'm like, Pops, you got to look at what, what does pain actually mean, right? There's injury on the inside and the body's responding to some sort of blockage or some sort of hindrance of flow. That could be blood flow, lymph flow, or nerve flow. So what we're trying to do is reestablish some flow. First, we got to remove what is hindering. Whatever that, the body's natural ability to heal itself, something hinders that. So anyway, um, got them right. Um, Got them to clean up the diet. We work, we started slow because you know the meat thing is like, oh, I don't know, bro. You know, I don't know. So we pulled everything other than that. And um by Thanksgiving, he came to town, but he was able to get around. Okay. So okay. now fast forward, it's February and he back. Mm. But he's continuing. Now he's cut everything out. Like he like hardcore. He, he told me yesterday, you know, he gonna have his muscle shirt for the summer. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he cut out the meat too. Oh yeah, yeah, he cut. And this is hardcore country. Grew up, you know, grandma had her little her little um, garden on the side. You know, when he was younger, raising pigs, eating pig, like all of that. And because he's already seen, and this is what I ask people to give themselves a chance. I'm not, I'm, I don't tell anybody how to live their life and what to eat, but I do believe that there is a science to this thing when it comes to restoring the health. So I ask folks, listen, prep, just, just pause for a moment, give your system a break because you can do a thing so long that you don't even know how your body is responding. You don't even know what actually makes you feel good, what actually gives you a little gas, what actually makes you feel nauseated until you pull some things out, slowly adding back in. And you're like, whoa, there's a difference. So he's all in um, because he said he's, he's about, we'll say 85%. They said he still has some pain, but he's had pain for as long as I can remember, mm. you know, as a kid, just lingering from old back surgeries and things like that. I was like, bro, we clear all of that out. We don't, we don't half step. Like I don't do average health at all. It's exceptional or nothing. Mm. Mm. Extraordinary or nothing. Miraculous <laughs> or nothing. I, I don't, I don't want any piece of it. I'm like, we're going to do it all. So he's, he on board, he ready to go. And he went back to the doctor. His doctor was like, yeah, you know, your hip is something and you may have to have a, um, you know, we could go in and move some things around or we could replace your hip. Nah, bro, we ain't replacing nothing. What we're going to do is we're going to restore. We're going to the same environment. This, first of all, the same power that created the body is the same power that heals the body. All you got to do is get out of the way and one, you got to believe. I was like, Pops, listen. And before I could even finish, he was like, I told him just give me six months. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool to just watch. Um, and it didn't come from me, you know, trying to knock anybody over the head, you know, walking the talk, being the example, 
and then being there when your folks are ready and receptive to receive. So, yeah. What do you think was the catalyst that made him, because you said at one point he just, you know, some meat in his diet and then eventually he just said no. And now he's like, yo, you know, muscle shirt for the summer. What do you think made that transition? What clicked in his mind, you think, that made him so gung-ho in making this transition? Um, a couple things. I think, one, he knows he's been following his doctor's orders for years, and he's been getting worse. Now, he's been having really bad issues with his eyes for quite a while. He went and had cataract surgery some years ago. And that helped temporarily, but all cataracts is, is excess cholesterol in the eyes. Mm. So if you don't address why you have elevated cholesterol placking in the body, just come back. Mm-hmm. You can go and cut stuff out all you want. It just returns. Mm. Same thing when it, it comes to cancer or anything else. You can mm. cut things out, but you have to address the environment that was conducive to that condition to begin with. So... We started, in addition to his body just being all over the place and being in pain, that was the number one focus, pain relief, pain relief, pain relief. Um, Because I don't care how much of a believer you are, you get down, you get down bad and that pain gets severe, it is hard to stay focused on anything other than that pain. Right. So anyway, we did that, but then I gave him some herbs for his eyes. He was like, I tell you what, between the good Lord and them last herbs you gave me, it, it looked like, you know, the fog done came off my eyes. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Pops, this is how all of it works. Yeah. Right. And it, and so I think just a little bit, um, being able to see for yourself. This is why you gotta, it's good to listen to people. It's good to listen to, you know, hear experiences and stories from others, but you gotta test that thing and try it out for yourself because there's no greater learning and teaching than self-experience. So I think just that process of him listening to the doctors, every time he go back, it's some new pills or they gotta up the dosage or they gotta switch some things around. And for him in just a few months to see improvement, he like everything they gave me, then none of it worked. Mm. <laughs> none of it worked. Mm. But everything that you have gave me, I see improvement. I was like, well, what was your, on a scale of one to 10, we first got started at your worst, what were you? He was like 99. <laughs> mm. I was like, so what do you say you are now? He said, probably about a two. Mm. He was so casual with it. I'm like, bro, you know, that's pretty significant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that> is. <laughs> 99 to two. So I think him seeing for himself, but also um, I think he sees me differently. He sees you differently. I think, I think he sees me differently. And what I mean by that is um, the more I'm in my lane and I'm in my power, I have the ability to positively impact those around me without saying anything. So they feed off of my surety, my confidence, my power, it, it ignites them. And it's just my spirit talking to their spirit. That's all that's happening. And boom, because him, my mom, like he, I talked to him yesterday. I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm gonna have to put you on a schedule. You can't just be, I got stuff to do. You call me all, <laughs> all throughout the day, every day pops. I gotta get some stuff done. He was like, yeah, I went and cleaned out the deep freezer and 
we come from that lack mindset. So we would just keep, he would just keep stuff piled in fish and just meat that somebody done killed a deer and cut it up and brought it to him just piled and piled in for years mm. he said man i cleaned all that stuff all i got in there now i got me some fruits and vegetables in there mm. i was like okay and he's ready and see once you are ready oh man it's finished it's done there's nothing more powerful than a made-up mind and he's on his way so i look forward to i'm just sitting back waiting that's all and he was like, I'm about to try to kick this up. You know, I'm going to double up on my pills. I was like, I, I ain't asked you to do all that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just slow your roll, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty cool to watch. I know that's got to make you feel good. It does because it takes me back to all of my struggles. And so every person that I've been able to help directly initially is helping other people. And other people would say to me, like, man, I know your family feel so grateful. I'm like, those niggas don't listen to me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) they don't listen to me. So to see mom dupes come around, to see pops come around, you know, even my husband, like, okay, Eli, listen, I done learned one thing. I ain't questioning you. (laughs) Mm. Mm. I done seen enough. I didn't, you know what I mean? So to... And this is the power of what I speak to, to every person. You got to make your health a priority because you have the ability through working on yourself and transforming your own life to impact everybody around you. So when clown shit, like what's been happening these past two years happens, you are the anchor and everybody else can feed off of you if need be. Ideally, you know, we all being able to stand together solid and stay connected, but if not, you are that anchor. You are that 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 constant foundational piece that doesn't waver. Mm. 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 Um, first of all, shout out to Tanah Ricks in the channel. Excuse me, excuse me. Dr. Tanai Ricks, PhD, is in the chat, organic chemist. Um, many of you are familiar with him. I have several um, conversations with him on his channel. Make sure y'all get in tune. Um, he said, yes, sir. Got to support my sister. Um, Cassius Cam, thank you. He said, that's the difference between hope and faith. Hope is the lack of faith. Faith supersedes the need for hope. Wise words from Cassius Cam as usual. Um, so the interim period between uh, when uh, loved ones are in the devastated state and transitioning to the renewed state, how do you deal with some of those emotions knowing that you're the one that possesses the knowledge and the closest people to you don't listen, don't want the knowledge and you have to watch them die. How do you deal with those emotions? I always remember me. I always remember. I'm always referencing, you know, former, former Rook, present Rook, future Rook. So uh, for quite a while, I didn't want to listen to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I always remember myself and I see myself in others. Um, But I just have a great respect for the process of life. And I have just an impeccable understanding about how spirit is all and spirit never gets it wrong. And I honor the spirit man and every person and at the core of that is choice. So I don't know their path. 
I don't know ultimately what it is they're asking for and what it is they're resistant to. Because there are a lot of changes that are happening, you know, on this planet in an energy sense, in a spiritual sense. And I think a lot of folks are getting tripped up because there's a hesitance to let go of the old. The old world is crashing. So the old way of approaching things. Everybody talk about freedom, right? And it's sexy, right? Oh, freedom, freedom, freedom. And it sounds good. But most of us cannot even free ourselves from the narrative, like the matrix. We, we so tapped in the idea that you are enough that you can take care of your health, that you don't need anybody else, that you can heal yourself, that your body has the wisdom to. Pointing out the lies, the just the tomfoolery in the media, that's easy. Right. Mm -hmm. But can you but can you pull away from it? Can you stand without it? It's like the folks who I've heard say, well, I understand all of this is just a cold. So why are you tripping over trying to get some drug that you wouldn't normally take for a cold? So mm. is it just a cold or isn't it? Mm. Which one? Mm. <laughs> Be, you know, you got to You got to check yourself at all times. All is so very important. Self check. Right. I know what I say, but what is my response? Right. Because that's going to expose you. Whenever you are unsure of how solid you are in your beliefs, look at your behavior. Mm -hmm. So if I believe that a thing is not a threat to me, if I believe that this thing is as common as anything that I've experienced in the last five years, why would my approach be different? Right. Unless deep down, I don't believe that. Mm. It's almost like church folks, like, you know, or, you know, they dip and dive. They be like, well, I don't really believe. Hell don't make sense to me, but just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> so <laughs> a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Hotel. So you, you got to, where are you? This is what I love about the last two years. Like the Matrix has put on a clinic. I mean, the gifts that it has presented us. Now, what we've done with it is another thing, but it has given us an opportunity, one, to reflect on ourselves, to turn attention inward. Of course you're afraid. Of course you think it's real. When that's all you replay over and over every day, even when you're trying to prove something, like you still tapped in. Right. You still tapped into that world. So I think, you know, going back to the idea of freedom, how free do you really want to be when you say that? Do, are you really willing to believe that you and you alone are enough, that no matter what happens in the matrix, no matter what they do or don't do, no matter what goes on in other countries and politics, do you believe that you can create an immunity around yourself? That it can't nothing penetrate. That you good, like it don't matter what is happening. I ain't going hungry. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Like it, it just ain't gonna happen. It don't matter what you can release whatever you want. And what they got to do with me? Mm. So how susceptible you are to the things that are happening is um, that's the part you you ultimately determine. Right. And that's not only through the things that you do in the physical, but most importantly, what you do through the non-physical, because mm. that's gonna get you every single time. Kenny Hotep said, "I'm." I'm inspired already. Let's go. Reminds me of
the journey me and my pops took two years ago. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. She said, a double-minded man is, an, is unstable in all his ways. Yo, she got some bars. She got some quotables in here. <laughs> Y'all better pay attention, man. And that's the good book. That's James 1 8. I can't take credit for that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like this. James got... 1 8. <laughs> <laughs> she got all the gym. But oh. you know how you really get more that when you talk about being introspective. Um if you just live. If you will, no matter what will happen in life, no matter what comes up, I love the series on, um, it ain't a lot that I, matter of fact, I've canceled it now, but on Netflix, the series is called um, Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. And the, and the real current theme is take what is offered and use it. Take what is offered and use it. It does not matter what comes before me. Right. If I had, if I approach everything with that same energy, and this goes back to what you're asking about, how do I, um, when you're dealing with someone who you know you can help, who you know you have the ability, the information, and the knowledge, and one, they don't want it, and two, they're not receptive to it, I take what is offered and I use it. And then I understand that people can only be where they are. So I try to, I read that. Like if I really, there are a couple of folks in my family right now who are down bad and are getting worse. I know for a fact I could help them. I know for a fact what they're doing that is making them worse. I know for a fact that if they don't stop doing some of the things that the doctor is telling them to do, time gonna be running out. Mm. sooner than later. Right. I know this, right? But it's a couple of things that I have to be always mindful of. I'm mindful of my own power and that we all intercede on the behalf of another. And what does that mean? Wherever I allow my thoughts to go about that person, I began to create scenes and scenarios here. So I, we understand that we're all connected energetically. I can help them in a way that I ultimately don't want to just by playing out, all right, they keep that, all right, then this gonna happen, all right, this is next. So if I can't in my mind see them where I believe they truly desire to be, I just keep them out of my mind altogether. I just don't even put any thought to it. That's, that's the best way that I handle that because it's one of those um, if you ain't get, your mom would say, if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Right. Well, if you don't have any good thoughts, they don't think nothing at all. <laughs> wow. Right. And this is critical right now as the lid is about to blow with all this nonsense that's going on. A lot of folks that are injured. And there are a lot of folks who know folks who've partaked in something that they, in, in the devil's wine, right? Mm -hmm. So, the best way that you help these people, let's go in the physical right quick. Okay. Let's just jump. Let's just switch back to the physical real quick. The fact is everybody didn't get the same batch. Everybody did not get the same formula, right? So you're absolutely going to have some people who are absolutely fine. What I would do, this is how I get in my magic You're bag. talking about the, um, the Fauci juice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So everybody did not get the same batch. They are not all the same um remembering this is still a trial right right 
and it's documented. All you can do Google search. There was saline found, Walgreens, CVS. You think that's an accident? Maybe it was. Maybe it was a conspiracy. I don't know, right? So we know everybody didn't get the same thing. <laughs> We've had news reports of oopsie. Somebody got this oopsie. We gave all these people, you know, just saline. So what I would do and what I did do for everybody that I personally knew that I was like, bro, that ain't it. And then they did it anyway. In my mind, I just envisioned that they got the saline version. I'm not waiting for them to experience any negative side effects. Now, let me rephrase that. Direct effects. So they ain't no side effects. They direct effects. Mm. I'm not waiting for them to experience any of that to say, see, told you. Right? I don't get any benefit from that. Now, some people have been talking shit, right? Uh-huh. I got that number too. So <laughs> now for those, hey, told your ass <laughs> is the energy that they get. Yeah. But for the rest of the folks, that's what I put out there. Now, if I do know, like I said, like my father, things come up and people are experiencing things, then I approach it as I approach anything else. I, I so quick little story. I've been sitting across the street from, from where, from my desk is they've been building houses, right? So it was this blank slate and I was trying to like, damn, okay, let me see how they going to set this up. Right. I'm trying to like get in the, the mind of the developer where they, where they outline, have the house face this way. And then maybe, you know, you can put some rows here. Maybe there'll be some grass here. And I'm watching them as they slowly throughout the year, you know, they put a little, you know, stakes here. I saw them later asphalt. Okay. We got a road there. And I just could not figure out how they was going to lay it. And event as it started coming together, I like, Okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. Okay, maybe you're gonna do, but the way it is now, I could I couldn't envision that, right? So I was like, that's interesting. That's that's one, right? That's just make a note there. Then I was watching on, on Instagram a lot of the beauticians that's been posting pictures. We're gonna talk about these ladies. All these women talking about y'all got hair under these wigs, these damn beauticians telling another story. But we'll come back to that. So, <laughs> so I'll I coming will back watch, to that. I, we, I will watch their before pictures, right? And I'd be like, damn, how's she gonna fix that? You know, she takes the wig off, she takes the weave off, and it's like a, 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 a gap, bald spot here, bald spot, you know, a little string here. I'm like, damn. What? And I'm trying to get into the mind of her, right? Because all I can see is what it is. And then I swipe and I'd be like, damn, she good. She good. I, I couldn't have seen that. And then one day it hit me. That's my gift. My gift is I can see people with the blank slate. I can see people with the jacked upness and I don't actually see that. I see the finished version. I see who they truly are. I don't see illness. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I see you in your perfection, in your true divine design. And so it don't matter what diagnosis you say. I don't care. Well, what's a name? A disease name is something man came up with. And then they try to throw some little symptoms under there. They done told you guys that the Roro, I call it Karoro, 
Karoro, pneumonia, bronchitis, and all the different variants. Uh, vacation, uh, which what we call those, whatever, right? The, 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 uh, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. All of them got the same symptoms. You don't find that strange? Or at least intriguing just a little bit. <laughs> right. So when, I, when I'm really approaching a per- or working with anybody, I'm, it's always like, bro, well, let's get it. Yeah, I know. But then they say, I don't care. Well, I've been dealing with this for five years. I don't care. It doesn't matter. What, is that, what does that have to do with anything? Seeing a person as they truly are, I was like, man, this is, this is the gift. Hmm. This is what love is really all about that I learned. You know, I, I went through a period where I just, I said it to myself. I didn't say it to anybody else. I really don't know what love is. I know I say it, but I don't really know what it is to actually love a person and now when I can see that person in their perfection, I'm like, ah, that's, that's love. That's love. Mm. Think on it. <laughs> Think on it. That's deep. Oh, it is. And that's what I gauge now. Like, I don't use it loosely. Um, And and I come back to that transition because death trips up a lot of people. So I've had deaths throughout the the last two years now. You know, my grandmother passed right before everything popped off. I was like, granny was like, I'm out of (laughs) here. I'm about to dip. I haven't cried. I, I don't know whether because everything had rolled out for the seniors in december of 2020 so i don't know um i don't know if she got whatever and i haven't pride to see but i could feel her weariness i could feel she was tired and she had some, you know, digestive things she had been dealing with off and on throughout the past um, few years, but she was 94 years old. Mm. And I could just feel she was tired and she was ready to go. And so going back to this love thing, me seeing her and her perfection, there was no true love is freeing. It's not binding. It's not restricting. It's not holding on to a thing. So I respected her readiness to transition. Mm. And I sent her good graces. I got the call. And by the time that I got, and I could, I could feel it when she was, when she left, I did. Now, by the time I got there, they had her on so many meds. She was technically still alive, but I knew she was gone. Mm. And I just and I just sent her, you know, good graces even before I left, like ball out, granny. Like mm. the, the time is here and I respect that. And I think that's this is why I don't like funerals. Mm. I don't like the way Western why the way we approach funerals because it should be honoring and it should be, I know it's tough. We all we still human. There's a con- physical connection there, but we should honor that process. I think a lot of people drag along you know, suffering for those around them, that they are ready to go long before they like officially just finally just throw in the towel. Because my sister uh, who lives closer, she said she went to visit her and she just kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, 
almost feeling as though there was some guilt that she was ready to just surrender to this thing like that's it and um the same thing with one of my aunts well she's she's been dealing with a lot of things for a long time so um and then you start adding in all of this new stuff and you just it, it's it's a recipe for disaster like if you are already on the edge and then you start taking one shot and you take another and then you take another at some point the body hits its breaking point yeah. but beyond that it's i still remember the soul there and i just respect this is an in and out game in and out <laughs> in and out in and out in and out and if i truly love you i respect where you are when that time comes even if it appears to be traumatic even if it appears to be and i use the word sometimes premature but is it really mm. <laughs> What is this mm. in and out thing you speaking of? I'm not following this. That. This spiritual, this physical experience, we we as spiritual beings, we just in and out. This part, you're you're in one minute, you're out the other. In one minute, out the other. You're talking about the so, incarnations, right? If you want to frame it that way, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm still I'm still exploring the theory. I don't know if it's a matter of you right you leaving the body and you coming back as you uh, it's still energy and who your soul what your soul is is just the inner the energetic imprint of who you are your thoughts your feelings your beliefs that goes back into the ether and if that returns does it really mean you return or that energetic imprint return which would make sense when we have children who are you know six years old five years old and they start telling like you know i remember when i worked at the shipyard and their parents are like what (laughs) (laughs) you know i you know i remember and i don't know if you saw the little clip that was floating around with um with drake's son which i thought was interesting he was speaking to him in french right like yo when i get old you gonna die you going back to the universe yeah (laughs) You know, and these children are coming in, remembering that the energy is shifting on this planet. The consciousness is shifting. So we thinking kids just talking like foolishness. Right. But there are no young. <clears throat> there is no young soul. Right. You you looking at that child, that soul is still a soul like that soul is not four. Right. right. <laughs> that soul is not five. So. Keeping that in mind frees you, in my opinion, from this fear. This is why most people got tripped up these past two years. There's a fear of death. Mm. Why? Why? It's going to happen either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why, why is the fear there? And then when I understand that there is no death, there is just a transitioning, I don't trip anyway. Right. I, I just don't trip because I now... Man, my connection to you is heightened because you all in your spirit bag now. So it's just a matter of, yo, what's up? <laughs> there is there is nothing in the physical that's blocking our interactions. So <sighs> understanding gives you great peace. Right. That's all I can say. Understanding gives you great peace. So as I've watched everything unfold, it wasn't that I was just crazy. Well, maybe slightly, but... <laughs> 
but mostly I just have an impeccable understanding of how things work. And right. so I don't trip. And that could have been anybody, you know, even in my experience, things could happen and things have happened to some degree. I don't trip. Right. Um, on a physical plane, there's these things called ventilators. Um, and then there's stats coming out and they say, hey, you know, uh, people have died because of the bug in the hospital. You know, and I always point that out to people. I say in the hospital, in the hospital. This is where people are dying in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is it true that the ventilator is is counterproductive to the healing of some people who could have been saved? Because I know there's some people they put the ventilator on and it's just for their last moments. You know, family can stay with them. But am I am I headed in the right direction with that? Yeah. And what happened was I can't remember the doctor that spoke out about this early on because he made a couple of videos and then I ain't seen his ass since. Mm. So I don't know. Um, he was in a, he was working in the emergency room and <clears throat> he wanted to he was kind of sounding the alarm that it wasn't a matter of actually people needing ventilation. It yeah. was the protocol. So the protocol was folks come in and you get these drugs and you get put on a ventilator. And he was saying that he was noticing that this was causing worsening cases. Like folks, yes, they might've had already had some symptoms, but once they got on those ventilators, <laughs> it all went downhill. So I like that you said in the hospital, cause I, I just asked somebody that the other day, um, how many people do you know? This was deadly, right? This is airborne, it's everywhere. The invisible enemy. How many people do you know, for folks who know people that have passed, how many have them passed, how many do you know have passed not in the hospital? Right. Now, and I'm not talking since they got the, the jab. Right. Because you can get that and come home and have a stroke, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or allegedly. Allegedly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so how many people and I have listen I was about to go into like okay I've talked to nurses but even if I hadn't I want people to start like common sense people start tapping into your common sense you shouldn't have to wait for two years to pass you shouldn't have to wait for evidence to come I remember hearing you say this a long time ago I don't know why it stuck with, stuck with me I don't even know what it was in reference to but it was something about foresight. And it just stuck with me like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But foresight people, like they're ha tap into your own inner wisdom of what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. And I'ma just call it what I know. And yeah. there have been people who've been able to corroborate this, folks straight up getting, <laughs> They get they're getting their transitioning papers in that hospital. Okay, right. that fact it is, it is not a speculation; it is a fact. And people have been killed. I'm just telling you, and it's legal. You can get away with it. It is hard to prove. And as long as you have any illness, as long as they can classify your condition with a name, it will always be blamed on that. Mm. And I have spoken to a nurse that was like, Rub, man, I think we killed some people today. <laughs> he, he, she was like, I, I was remembering what you said. I was like, damn, I don't, 
I don't know why we doing this. I don't think we should be giving him no more of this. And she was like, I came back on my next um, cycle and they was out of here. So a lot of people have gone into these hospitals, didn't come out because, not because they couldn't, because they were injured. Right. And it's two types of injuries that have been taking place, physical injury and emotional injury. Okay. So if you got a protocol that says immediately when you come in here, you take this test. If you test positive, hell, it don't even matter if you came in there with a broke leg. Right. Like we put you in that unit. Yeah. You automatically move to that unit. You know, some of this has shifted as time has gone on. But initially, excuse me, this was the protocol. <clears throat> so now you go to the death ward. That's what I call it. Everybody in there wrapped up like the play. Like it's a movie scene. So don't nobody want to touch you. Right? Yeah. The nurses, doctors lost all sense of humanity. Yeah. So they talking to you, you know, you way over there, you are isolated. And the moment that you start, let's say you've already had minor symptoms, they're going to introduce some immunosuppressant drugs. What the hell does that say? Immune suppressant. <laughs> immune suppressants <laughs> so you already had some symptoms now we're gonna suppress our immune system mm. now the symptoms increase or you start to um express different symptoms now it's getting more serious but they will put these people in these rooms isolated, cannot talk to anybody. Nobody is having direct human um, uh, experiences or exchanges with them. And you just left in there, beep, 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 just listening. Then you have a case where, you know, the doctors will come in and say, well, this is looking bad. You know, if this continues to get worse, we're gonna have to put you on a ventilator. You can't talk to nobody. So where you could talk to your mom or your significant other, they would kind of, you know, keep you calm. The mind now is wondering. And remember what it's what our attention on. Our attention is our power. So now we just powering our fears. Okay, damn, maybe this is the big one. Maybe this is as bad as they say it is. Oh, shoot. Man, I ain't feel my back hurting before. But it's really hurting now. Mm. I think I'm getting worse. I can't breathe. I can't. <laughs> this, this is how this shit goes. This, this is what happens. Like people spin themselves into this psychological breakdown. Yeah. And if someone would simply have just a little bit of sense and say, listen, you all right. Yeah. All right, listen, you know what I mean? Just stay calm. We're going to keep you hydrated. We're going to allow your body to do what it needs to do. But you add all those components together and then you add the ventilators. Mm. And people don't understand that there are chemicals that are used with the ventilators. Okay. <laughs> so, including, uh, what's the, um, is it fentanyl? Yes. Yeah. So, what has to happen for you to have any symptoms at all? What, what, what has to happen to a body for you to begin to express symptoms? What has to happen is the body has already been in a weakened state. The body is saying that there is something we need to address on the inside. 
There is weakness, there is disharmony, there is a blockage of flow, and we are attending to it. Anytime you have symptoms, that's all they're saying. So with that in mind, if that is already conditioned of the body, you go to the hospital and you take drugs that weaken your body's natural ability to handle this. Because you came equipped. Body knows what to do. So now you weaken that, but further toxify the body. Because you got you to hit it hard. One of the main drugs, the um, remdesivir. This is, oh, <laughs> okay. So this shit is so toxic. I mean, you can look it up. Like it comes right up on Google. So, you know, you know, it gets, um, you know, it get real when you can Google a thing and it pop right up. Like you ain't even got to go scrolling through it. It just pops right up. So it tells you it inhibits respiratory function. So it weakens respiratory function. You are giving someone a drug who already has a weakened respiratory system, a drug that weakens the respiratory function. Uh. Destroys liver function, destroys kidney function. So when you give me these little raggedy ass numbers talking about people dying of what? Uh. From what? Right. Hmm. I, I don't know. And, right. and now that you, we have the uh, vacation in mix, you see things that say, well, those on vacation, yeah, they, um, they're the ones that's flooding the hospitals. Well, I don't know who you're talking about when you say that. Because if you haven't had any jabby, you fall in that category. If you've only had one, you fall in that category. If you've only it had two, but, it's only, but it hasn't been more than 14 days, you still fall in that category. So who are you talking about? Mm. That's a that's a wide range of people right there. Mm-hmm. This is how you alter. This is how you manipulate the numbers. And this is how now you see the, the narrative is shifting. Like, yeah, we're going to go back and look at the numbers. We want to see if the people who actually, did they have? Were they in a hospital because of? Or would they just have, you know, the vid? Mm. It's a game is what I'm trying to tell people is this all a game that, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a life student, so I, I can't help but be pretty impressed. You know, it's, it's, a, hell of a, it's a hell of an undertaking. This was worldwide. I mean, this was pretty damn impressed. And when people say they, right, the man, the system, you know, the elitist, the lizard people. Right. <laughs> right. Like they the powers that be. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There is no power that be that is greater than the power of thee. For the record. record. Mm. Let me just say that. But let's play. Let's go along and play along with that theory for a second. These you, you we still talking about human beings. Right. See, I don't care how much you plan a thing. You can come together. We know you got the money. You have the ability to influence certain things, but you are not infallible. And you're still dealing with humans. And I don't care if you are wealthy, upper class, middle class, lower class. Humans are still humans. 
So the idea that people can come together and plan things to a T and there, there's no room for error. Come on, man. And that's the difference between me and most people. Most people see the strength in the system. I see the vulnerabilities. That's what I keep my attention on. The, the, the idea that they are like, well, it don't matter what we do. It don't matter, you know. And then those who come out against it, they just going to take them out, you know. So what are you saying? Yeah. You're saying you just screwed. <laughs> yeah. So you should just, you know, put your tail between your legs and just go home. Eat you some bonbons. I mean, just the words that we say, being mindful of the things that we say, we can understand the game of the matrix and what happens in this physical realm, but you never give your power away to that ever. Right. Like your belief is everything. And I think there was a wise man that said, uh, the only thing I have to defeat is my own self doubt. Mm. Then I step in, and then my world becomes limitless. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a great hotel. Jesus. Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I want to come back to the beautician's point, but really fast. I want to ask you this <laughs> other question. Um, what is the common thread you see between the people that come to you for help, for healing help? Is there something common between all of them? Um, is it all mindset or is it physical <clears throat> or? Well, well, two things. So on the physical, yeah, on the physical side, um, People are tired and they're frustrated. They're in pain and they want relief. Mm. That, that, that's the commonality. On the non-physical side, even if they ain't all the way sold, the one thing that every last one of them have is they believe in the possibility. Mm. <clears throat> even if they ain't fully like, okay, then this gonna change everything, but they believe in the possibility and that's all we need that's all we need a belief in what's possible anyone who is locked to um and i, I got so many examples just when it comes to family you know one one of my aunts was like i was like listen auntie real talk we can get your blood sugar down listen 30 days <laughs> like let's stop playing with this you can go ahead and just get rid of this you don't need no drugs Type two lifestyle. You brought it on, you bring it off, you get rid of it. It's, mm. it's, just, it's just, you created it, destroy it, walk it back, same thing. She was like, okay, well, well what do I need to do? Or the first thing we got to do, number one, we always, 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 always address diet first. Oh, well, I don't know about that now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about that now. <laughs> okay. And I just said, okay. Yeah. But the option is there. Right. But when folks, have hit the point to where they're ready and they come to me, they are hit, they, they've drawn a line in the sand, right? I, I've been trying this. I done tried that. I done tried this. <sighs> maybe, maybe this is possible for me. Maybe I could do it. Maybe I could reverse this. Mm. Maybe I could walk this back. Maybe I could too. They got that. Optimism. Yep. Mm. Just the just the belief that that belief is enough to carry them. It's enough to open the door. 
Okay, let's talk about the beauticians now. What do you want to express about the beauticians? First of all, to ladies in general. Okay. In the words of Oda Mae Brown. Who? Molly? Oda Mae Brown? Who that? You don't remember Ghost? The movie Ghost? With Patrick Swayze? Yeah. And Ho- Whoopi? Yeah. I ain't watched that <laughs> in forever. Whoopi was, was Oda Mae Brown. And when she came, <laughs> when she came to tell Patrick Swayze's wife, um, there was some men after her. She was like, Molly? You in danger, girl. <laughs> so I'm telling the women, oh, you in danger, girl. Uh. You in danger. And oh, where do we even start? Where do we even start with women think they got shit figured out? And I like it because I used to think so too. Okay. I used to think so too. And we connect with other women that will feed. Right, that feeling, and we feel like black girl magic. Mm, mm, I'm in my bag, mm. but you know what else is in that bag? Uh oh, your hair falling out. Mm. You know what else is in that bag? You're hugging the wine bottle every night. Mm. What else is in that bag? A bunch of antidepressants, mm. a bunch of fibroids in your in your wounds, endometriosis, not able to. <clears throat> Uh, produce children mm. so what what that translates to is say it together say it to yourself i am out of order that's what that translates to i'm out of order mm-hmm. yep i'm out of order okay there's there's disharmony and so again i have heard women say and granted we know it ain't everybody it ain't never everybody <laughs> there's always exceptions but we hear like you know I, I wear my wig all the time to protect my hair. From what? What you protecting it from? What? What? I, what, what you got to? What is? What's in? What's threatening its its livelihood? What, what's going on? It's a protective hairstyle. But the hair, the scalp is like any part of the body. It needs to breathe. Okay. It needs fresh air. It needs the sun needs to hit the scalp. Like you, you need that. And as we're living more and more stressful lives and as we are in this battle, this pretend battle, because we losing if if we get technical about it, but this pretend battle with men, you can't hate a man without hating yourself because you came from a man and you can't come from something that you are not. (laughs) It's like saying you, you, you come from God, but you're not. How does that work? Can an apple tree produce orange? Okay, that's what I thought. So when you, the energy behind you saying and riding with other unstable women with the rah-rah, the men, this and that, you are creating creating disharmony within your own system. Mm. And it's being expressed through these symptoms. So all of this that I hear, I mean, I have never, and I grew up in the creamy crack era. I mean, I was perming my hair every two months. Right. And when they had it just for me in the box that you could get from CVS, I was like, shit, I might could get away with maybe five weeks. Mm. <laughs> Let me see if I just do a little bit. Let me see if my hair fall out. Like, so, and I ain't never, with all of those chemicals, never seen women hair look the way they look now. I ain't never seen, like these pictures that these beauticians are posting. I don't know if you've seen them. This shit is I've crazy. I've seen a couple. I know what you're talking about. I mean, what's that from? Like, well, it's a couple things. 
So some of the beauticians go hard on the tracks and the wigs. And that is true to some extent, right? Okay. So the tension. First of all, who the hell told y'all to put glue? Why are you... <laughs> That's just the crazy... Why are you gluing a mat to your head? <laughs> Why, God? Why? Who came... Somebody need to ask what. <laughs> I need answers, people. And I'm, I'm for people living the way that they want to live and do what you want to do, baby. You know, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. But... At some point, you have to ask, what am I doing? And anything that I put on my skin is absorbed. It's yeah. absorbed into my bloodstream. Okay. So I don't know what the hell is in. I just seen, I didn't even know they was applying that much. I thought it was maybe like just enough to, but I was like, damn, they slather that on. And I'm like, how long does it stay? Like, do you, some of the pictures that I've seen is one lady, she said when she was walking through taking this one lady's wig off, and it was like matted underneath. Mm. So there is some coming from, there's just too much. Like there, there has to be a break. You have to give your hair a break. You have to give your scalp a break. You got to wash your damn hair, your real hair. Still mm. real hair under there. <laughs> so um, some does come from miscare, right? So that is part of it, just the tension, because a lot of them that I've seen is right around the crown. That's where it starts. And okay. that's where that, that wig goes, right? Right. But let's put that to a side for just a moment. Okay. What about before women even get to the point to where they feel like they need to bring in some tracks or some weaves or whatever, mm. what is happening with the hair before they get to that point? Because usually it's like, well, my hair is thinning and I want to make it thicker or I'm losing my edges or, you know, in the middle spot is thinning. What happened? What's happening there? Because the wig, now the wig, certainly you add that to it, it's going to make it worse. Right. But what got them there? And it comes back to your health. It comes back to first, it could be a whole, it could be several things. Circulation, right? You got to have proper circulation in the head. Women love, they, they get behind, what's the, what's the trifling ass organization? Planned Parenthood. Okay. So women love birth control. Birth control is some of the most toxic shit that you can put in your body. Mm. Toxic. It is a an endocrine disruptor. It will wreak havoc on your thyroid. And weaken thyroid function, you're going to lose your hair. <laughs> you're going to start seeing it thin. Mm. So, I mean, but it disrupts so much more than that, right? So we talk about that it disrupts your digestive function, your ability to absorb nutrition. So sometimes it can be a nutrient issue. There's a lot of little, um, what's some things, uh, people selling now, the little oils that you can put drops on it. And that's fine, you can do that. But, and what a lot of that has, you know, herbs that is good for circulation, it's antimicrobial. So it'll help clear out excess bacterial act you know bacterial activity there but why see the bacteria shows up because there's a ex there's an excess of acids in that area right so what's going on in your head where there's not proper flow is what we have to ask and it all comes back to health but number one this is the big one 
stress. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Because stress going to walk you down the door to inflammation. And inflammation, staying in a state of inflammation, you stay inflamed. Just think of what the word means. Right. You are inflamed on the inside. <laughs> yeah, you're burning so, up. Right. And, it, and you start to see basic things. Everybody want to go and look, get a number. And I'm not against, you know, blood test or whatever. But there are some basic things that you can start to do. Look at your hair. Look at your fingernails. Look at your eyes. Look at your tongue. You know, these give you a really good indication of where the integrity of your tissues and cells are. And most of us live reckless, or a lot of us, I should say, and we are stressed, overly stressed. Half of us, we stressed by nine o'clock because we done logged in and seen something like, what, I know he didn't, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then they got to send it to their group chat, right? And then they gonna go back and forth with that all day. Boom, 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 boom. That's dis ease. You got to put yourself back in a state of ease. And like I said, I've never seen, even when we were hard on the chemicals, I've never seen women's hair fall out like it is now. And I, we won't know no health tip then either. Not when it came to diet. Right. So we know it's so much as lifestyle. How we're living is just simply out of order and we're not spiritually in tune. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing. Mm. That's the biggest thing. Everything else we do just adds on top of that. Right, right. Um, uh, uh, Candy Hotel, he says she's hitting home. My pops had no immune system and still beat the bug twice because of my understanding. Shout out to Candy Hotel. Cassius Can said casinos open, churches is closed, liquor stores open, AA meetings canceled, McDonald's open, gyms closed. Black Friday on Thanksgiving off health. Guess it came on mm. Friday day. Ryan Knowles, thank you. He said it's not just black positivity; it should be American positivity. Positivity. I'm biracial, and all I care about is my American brothers and sisters. We are all standing up. We are Americans, arm in arm. I'm with it. Um. Uh. Okay. So. Um segue real fast and I want to come back to Fauci and them jokers and, and, and the, um, uh, Frankie Delta Alpha <laughs> so the other day I uh, I tweeted something about God being a woman and then um, I, I explained you know my take on it mm-hmm. that we all start off as a woman in the womb mm-hmm. and usually on YouTube my comments you know it's just uh, you know, when people comment, it's a couple of sentences here, a line there, a line here. But I got two book reports <laughs> from two Damn. people. I'm assuming they were men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? And because first of all, like, obviously, and then I had another dude. He was like, you know, God doesn't have a gender. And he sent me an article. And I'm like, yo, you really had to send me an article to come up with this? I noticed. Like, come on. Like, I'm. I'm having fun with language. Right. Like, are we allowed to do that? Are we allowed to have fun with language? If you're allowed to refer to God as a he, can I refer to her as, as to her as a she? Right? So, you know, dudes are like, oh, it's a he, it's a he, it's a he. And I'm like, ah, you must be homo. Because when I die, I don't want to see br- uh, balls. I want to see breasts. Okay? 
I want to see a beautiful woman. I don't want to see a cock party. I don't want to see a mustache. I don't want to see a beard. I want to see a beautiful woman when I die. I'm not gay, okay? What is going on with the insecurity of these people? Even some women, the insecurity of these people that, that when you refer to God as a she, that they have a problem. Hmm. That That's that attachment. That's that unwillingness to let go. I mean, I used to be the same way, to be honest. Mm. You know, I was a... <laughs> I was a Jesus roller now, you know, <laughs> my father, I'm about my father's business. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's interesting how we connect with things and we create an identity with those things. And so when it comes, becomes challenged, it's like, whoa, 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 too far too far i remember listening to i don't know if we talked about this before but listening to oprah um i don't know who she was interviewing at the time but it was just talking about spirituality and how all things are connected like you look outside and god is the tree and god is the butterfly and god is the sun and i was like blasphemy what is this lady talking about yeah. she leading these people to hell <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh. Right. Because that's where my mind was. Right. That was my mindset at the time yeah. that this is my story. This is the truth. And you must not present anything that's counter to that. Right. Because it makes me question who I am. Because mm. that's what it really comes down to. Because mm. when you really like solid and what it is that you're doing and what it is that you believe. What does it even matter? If the truth, you see, the truth can stand for itself. It really don't need you to defend it. Right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So why do you feel the need to be Captain Save a Hole when you, when you see a perspective presented that is contrary to yours? Right. What, this is what I'm always talking about, knowledge of self. You got to know what your triggers are. You got to know that. You got to know what, what, what you get off on. What like gets under your skin? <laughs> what gets you going? What motivates you? What paralyzes you? What makes you afraid? You got to know this better than anybody else. Because if I can trip you up just by saying one word, you my bitch now. Hotel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You better believe that. And this is what I, all even, even with, you know, black folks. Same thing applies. I, I know, I get it, I understand. But if a man can still bring you to your knees by just saying a word, ooh. Mm. Who's ooh, really in control? Who's really in control? Right. Because no one man should have all that power. Right. No, no, it just shouldn't. And, <clears throat> and it goes for anything in this you know, weak ass, offended ass, soft ass society. Everybody, <laughs> what did you say? You just fat phobic? Because <laughs> if you really was proud of being fat, nobody could shame you. Right. You wear it with a badge of honor. Right. Because a true hoe, you can't shame. You can't do no hoe shaming to no true hoe. <laughs> Cardi, that's fact. You ain't shaming Cardi B. Fact. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on. So if you really was standing, 10 toes down on what you say you believe in, you wouldn't be moved one way or the other. Mm. 
But what it shows is that you ain't as solid in that thing as you say you are. Aha. Mm. Exposing. I love it. Mm. I love exposure. I love when life punched me in the chin. I love it. Because I need to know that. Like, I need to know. I, I talk my shit because I can back it up. However, whenever there's a moment and I allow my mouth to get a little bit far, further than my belief system can back up, life come through with a chin check. Right. Like, not quite, sister. Not quite. Yeah, yeah. you ain't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. And I love that because I need to know where I am more than anything else. I need to know... This is why, like, when we talk about the pandemic, right? That's what I call it. You can call it whatever you like. Um, I just lost my thought. You said you was talking about the pandemic. What was he talking about before that? Um, we was talking <laughs> about just being in your truth. Like, I was talking about how people, you know, you, you get triggered because I said, uh, you know, what man is a, a god is a she. And people, um, you know, if you really believe. In what you said right. you believed in, you be sturdy. Nobody be able to trigger you. Then we was talking about, you know, knowing your triggers and knowing yourself, right? Right, right. And and I think this is what has been so good about these, you know, past two years. I would never co-sign any of the tomfoolery that has gone on, right? Mm -hmm. Ever, ever. Out of order, unlawful, all of that. Mm. However, however, remember we take what is offered and use it. You having to be to yourself, you having to be in your home, right? Let's just say tomorrow the internet goes out. We have the phones go out. We have no ability to communicate with anybody outside our direct, that we, in our direct space. What you gonna do? Mm. Can you survive? Mm. <laughs> like, do you have the ability to adapt? And this is what, in my opinion, this moment has offered to us a challenge to ourselves. Are you as strong as you think you are? Are you as capable as you think you are? Can you survive no matter what? And that should be a yes. If not, you should welcome any opportunity that exposes that you are not. So you can get to work on that. Mm. You can dive into that a little bit. What is it within me? Because it got to be a program running that says I got to be connected to somebody to feel important, to feel validated, to feel special. And I think this is where women are going down this dangerous path of following other stupid ass women who they see online. And because it gives them the illusion. Uh, the la I just finished a podcast um, today talking about the title was Black Excellence Can't Save Your Raggedy Ass. Right? <laughs> oh, <Jeff. laughs> Sorry. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Actually, I'm not. But this idea that you can put a stamp on something and now you're going to hop on the bandwagon. See, it ain't about Black Excellence. It's about your own inner excellence. What you doing? What you got going on? And what has Black Excellence done for you lately? Other than make you feel good. It feel good. Listen, I'm human. It feel good to see people excelling. It does. It feel good. We got what we wanted, right? We wanted to see more people here. We got faces here. We got, we at the table. Because that's, that's, what, that's what they said they wanted, right? Right. So where you at? What has it done for you lately? Is it helping? Which one of your 
black excellent candidates have hit you to the game? Which one of them have spoke life to you? Which one of them throughout these past two years have made you feel inspired and hopeful for the future? Which one of them had you putting your phone down for the day like, damn, boy, it's all right. Life is good. Yeah. Which one? So tell me what Black Excellence is doing for you because it looks like it gets you worked up. Looks like it keeps you stressed out. Look like it keeps you worried. Look like you can't even compliment like Black Excellence. Well, here go the white man messing it up, trying <laughs> to take credit. <laughs> You can't even just stay in the in in. <laughs> you can't even give full credit without bringing something else into the equation. Mm. So it's an illusion, is what it is. Mm. It's just like Robinette dementia ass, right? He <laughs> who Robinette? Robinette, come on! Yeah. You know that's Poe's middle name. Oh yes, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yes, that's yes. what I call him. That's what I call it. <laughs> I forgot that was another day. They said that on the radio the other day. Right. Right. So we had Black Excellence telling us this is the way. Yeah. You ain't Black if you don't come over here with us. This is what they told us. We got Black Excellence right now. I'm keeping a document of every last one of them. I'm calling everybody ass out. When the top blow, I'm telling you. Every black excellent and black girl magic who have been pushing these toxic ass drugs, especially on children, those are the ones I really got a problem with. Mm. <laughs> That's black excellence, really? Nah, I don't want none of that. Mm. See, the culture gonna get you fucked up, and we have a blind allegiance to things that are making us ill, and then we are confused about why we're ill. Mm. It, this idea that all of your troubles is either the white man, the rich man, or white supremacy. That's it. <laughs> ain't nothing that you ain't in there nowhere. <laughs> Not a little bit. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy to me. <laughs> That's crazy to me. I mean, no wonder your life sucks. And it's going to continue to get suck, to suck. And... I just want to, you know, I don't like to give, I don't like to give warnings, right? I don't like the energy behind saying I'm warning you. Yeah. Just an advisement, right? <laughs> Some advisory, okay. If these last two years jacks you up and you still ain't got right, you unprepared for what's coming. Because <laughs> mm. if you think for one second that this is over, if you think, I mean, my God, it's the gift that keeps on giving. If you can convince people that something that keeps them alive is making them sick, it's a gold mine. Mm. It's a gold mine. Because mm. that's what science says. Science says there's over 38 trillion microorganisms in my body. Science says there's over 380 trillion. I don't even know how you count that, but hey, viruses in the body. So you mean to tell me you done isolated the one it's about to clear out humanity. My God, it's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. So when you step out of the house, this is this idea of freedom, man. Are you really free? Mm. Well, you, you can't even go outside and breathe. Right. You scared. You, <laughs> you call that free? Yeah. Maybe. I don't I don't know how that works, but maybe. 
Um, John Hopkins study says antibodies detected up to 21 months with natural immunity. You were an advocate of natural immunity before, right? Yes and no. Okay. Explain that. Well, why is it yes and no? First, I go back to how can you be immune against something that doesn't exist? Mm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you first have to believe in to be so immune. I don't, to. I don't know how you create an immunity against that. But I, you know, mind is also you, sir. So I, I'll go. Let's go with it. Let's go with what I would define natural immunity as is your body's own natural ability to handle anything that it encounters. Okay. So your own body's ability to filter, to break down, and to move out whatever doesn't need to be there. Okay. So that I absolutely believe in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I believe oh, in that. Oh, I see, I see what you're saying with the, with the terminology of natural immunity. It's kind of like an oxymoron. Right. 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 And I, you know, I don't walk around saying, you know, I got, I guess I would have to get it. Like, how do you even know you got it? The test are faulty. <laughs> yeah. Shit is insanity. I, it be, I struggle with this conversation. How do you know you got it? Got what? What you got? Yeah. They told you. Even the World Health Organization came out and said, well, we can't have these tests as a gold standard. You know, we need to look at the whole picture because yeah, even the damn insert said it, that a positive does not mean that there has been demonstrated the presence of, it could be anything. It could be any microbe. For the record, you know, a virus is not a microbe anyway, because it's not a living thing. So I don't know how they say they find it in water. Mm. What is it living in? In the bacteria? You're just making shit up as you go. It drives me nuts, man. Like, and if people don't figure out how to unlock, it's a lock on our minds. Yeah. That you, you gotta, it's in it's a program. Um, I'm gonna tell you one, I have learned so much from Dr. Robert Morris. And oh, one yeah. thing, you know, just going through working with Robert you know, Morris or Malone? Morris. Morris, okay. Yeah, yeah, naturopath. Okay. Um and one thing, you know, I, as I've gone through, you know, a lot of his materials and his programs, one thing he, he would say early on, <laughs> and I used to kind of chuckle because I like studying and reading. He was like, you need to stop reading. And I'd be like, huh? He said, listen, you need to stop reading because what you're doing is you're taking on everybody else perspective. You're taking on everything and you now, right? You become separated from the true source. People be like, what's your source? My source is source, Nick. Mm. That's my source. <laughs> oh, chap. <laughs> my source is. It, it. <laughs> talking to me, talking no shit to me. Um, they quick to say that well, on Twitter. Yeah, like, and, and let me say this to you too. If you... If you see something on the internet, if you see something on Twitter, and you got your damn device in your hand, and you can't just swipe open your internet browser. To, matter of fact, you ain't even gotta do that. I know on the iPhone, you can just tap and highlight and say, look up, it'll take you straight to the web. Right. If you ain't got the wherewithal to do that, you deserve whatever your ass get. Uh-huh. Can you provide a link? No. <laughs> no, I cannot, you lazy ass. You don't even deserve, 
You don't deserve anything you're unwilling to pursue. You don't yeah. deserve anything you're willing to pursue. You're not unwilling. Willing, you're unwilling to. Oh my God. Hotel. <laughs> you don't deserve it. So you stay right there in your ignorance. Just ignore your ass. When you should be here to educate people, you shouldn't look like you're soft and you're weak and you're disgusting and you're not going to make it. See, this is what people need. Y'all mamas, I don't know. I, I, I love mamas. I'm a mama. I love mamas. And I'm going to tell you one thing I messed up at as, as a, I erred as a mother. I was so hell bent on not doing things the way my mother did that I overcorrected. Mm. So, yes, we, you, you want it better. You want to do things better. You want to fill the gaps, right? But there are some key foundational things that we have gotten from our folks that's worth passing on. And our kids, we talk about how soft our kids are. Well, where did they come from? Who taught them? <laughs> I remind my daughter that all the time when she, you know, she'll say certain things. She was like, well, mom, I mean, I'm saying, but you my mama. I said, you right. I said, in the first 10 years of your life, I was a dumbass. So I got to give you a pass for right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got to I got to give a little bit of, you know, ah, yeah, okay. Some of that residue might still be there. All right, that's fair. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 having three generations of kids, or three, because I got the daughter, she's eighteen, the boys are twelve, and then I got the new one now, who's thirteen months. I see like with every child, I get better. Every, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> are I know you getting I'm better. Or are you getting softer? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Because with the little one, I'm definitely soft. Yeah. I'm definitely soft. Exactly. She a girl and she's just so cute. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, because, and I wonder, you know, I often get in conversations about parenting and I'll tell people, listen, I'm not authorized to speak on certain things. Like I, I got to, I'm working on this book okay. <laughs> about my, my experience as a young mother, right? But it really is not even about, it's really about how I ultimately found myself through painful experiences. I thought it was going to be about how to pick better partners. That's what I thought it was going to be about, but I, I let that go. I let that go. You know what I mean? That's, that's not the message. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was waiting to tell that because I was going to hop on that bullhorn. But no, that's not the message. It was much deeper than that, right? But so I have ideas about what I think is necessary, what is not necessary, things that I think that I would do differently. But unless I had another child to actually put that into practice, it's all speculation. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just speculation. Yeah. It's easy to talk it. It's easy to say it. It's just like everyone who had criticisms or uh, two cents to give me when I was raising my daughter who are now parents. I be like, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> look at you. It's different now, ain't it? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't allow, I would do, I would do, yeah, look at you, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. That's that's big. Um, all right, quick question. Um, if 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 we were able to get Dr. Fauci in front of him, what would you say to Dr. Fauci? What message would you give him? Um, and let's say this was broadcast. Now, nah, let's say it's a private conversation. Is there anything you would want to say to him? Nope. Nothing. 
I don't even know if that man human. <laughs> <laughs> These days, man, I'm just saying you can never be sure. You never sure. Um, no, because it'll almost be like, I mean, what is there to say? Right. Like this cat is who he is. It's like the story of the uh, the scorpion and the frog. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> the frog like, bro. Now the scorpion like, listen, let me ride. Let me take me on across these paws. And the frog like, nah, bro. I know how you get down. You're going to sting me, bro. Why would I do that when you helping me out? So the frog lets him. And sure enough, scorpion sting that ass. Like, <laughs> what do you do, man? Now we both going to die. Now that's who I am. <laughs> like you mad at me, and this is I, this this is perfect perfect segue into as everything starts to unfold. I don't know if people have been following what has been happening with um, the Freedom of Information um, Act requests that has been made by some lawyers with through the FDA. So here's the spin. <laughs> They approved, right, on paper, the Dizer vacation, right? Yeah. However, the approved version is not on the market. However, there has to be safety data that they use in order to approve it. Okay. So the lawyers are saying the public has a right to see Bro, we talking over 200,000 pages. I don't even know how you even, like mentally, that's hard to even wrap my mind around. Yeah. So these jokers, the FDA said, listen here, we're going to need about 55 years. No, I'm sorry, 75 years. First they said 55, then they increased it to 75. Yeah. 75 years. You don't find, nobody finds that strange. Because y'all was able warp speed. Warp speed had us in this baby like boom, couple give us a couple months, we're gonna be able to swing this out. J- the the judge said, nah, bro. The courts was like, nah, right? We're gonna give you, we're gonna need the first 12,000 plus paper uh documents released by J- uh, January 31st. Thereafter, 55,000 pages a month until it's all submitted. Of course, they waited to the 11th hour. So they waited to like January 26th to file a motion to say, well, you know, we really just don't, we're not able to get these out and we're going to need Dizer's help to help redact <laughs> some of their proprietary information. Long story short, it came out today. They're now going to get until the 1st of March to release 10, the first 10,000. Mm-hmm. Then it'll be like, you know, 30,000, 55,000, whatever after that. All we're doing is buying time. That's all they're doing. You can keep things caught up in the court on and on. You can do filings, motions, on and on. And the question is, what continues to happen as we wait? What continues to happen? Now, granted, I don't know what more a lot of people need to see, but a lot of people aren't seeing I guess that's that's the biggest thing. So if we could actually have the documents that say, yo, something in the milk ain't clean. Something hasn't been adding up. But the spin with trying to push the approval for the children, 
God bless the babies, man. I be wondering, like, is the real zombie apocalypse are gonna be all of these children that come back and just be like, ah, uh, <laughs> 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 we're taking all of you out. <laughs> you, you all the adults. So you can't get full liability protection for an approved uh, vacation unless it has also been approved for children. Mm. So once they get this clearance for children, boom. Now, matter of fact, where's your boy at? Because did he? Did we get an obligatory uh, shot picture or what? Uh, what's his name? Trump. Um, no, Lupe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what the hell is he at? Is he still saying the same thing? Has he changed his tune? <laughs> He yes, probably. somebody asked me to bring him back on again and see what's what's his has he changed. Now, I want to see the shot in the arm, but then again, we still don't know what's in there, so that don't really matter either. Yeah. But so this is this is this is the game of what we are seeing, and I'm wondering. I think we're gonna have three categories that end up happening, right? Three categories of folks. One. Some people riding this to the wheels fall off. And even once the wheels fall off, they they still ride on the metal, right? Yeah. It don't matter what come out, they like they're gonna find an excuse for it. Mm. It's like, you know, Robinette not being able to walk without being assisted. People got excuses for it. They can justify it, it makes sense, like whatever. So I think we're gonna have one group of folks when the truth really comes out, they're gonna keep full steam ahead. The other group, I, the, the second group, I think folks are going to realize the truth and they're going to be furious mm. furious they they're going to be angry especially if they've noticed some issues with their children mm-hmm. that that'll get you know people will follow a lot of things when you start messing with their kids it's going to be a problem mm. and they're going to be ready for some retribution right yeah i think that like the, the last group though I think denial, I think it's going to be somewhat of a mental meltdown. Mm. Like it's going to be such a resisting of the truth that it can't be like, oh my God, but I did. And now what? And then like, I think, and that's going to spend some folks right up out of here. Mm-hmm. Like that, that stress and that mental worry. Um, and I love my alternative folks. Is, and, I, and I love that they're giving another narrative to what we're hearing. In, in the Project Rogue Inner Circle, when we walk through all of this, always give the group three narratives. So whatever it is that we're talking about, I, we look at it from the three narratives. The first narrative is the mainstream narrative, okay? This is the big one. It's invisible. No matter what you do, <clears throat> you know, leave your groceries outside, spray them down with Lysol. Run for your lives, lock in, right? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you know, don't kiss grandma. You know, you're gonna kill her. You know, put five pieces of um, underwear on your face. <laughs> That's what they told us at first. You do remember that, right? I hope people remember that they told you you could go home, get a damn t-shirt, cut it up and put it over your face. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> now <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's 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 the first narrative, the mainstream narrative. Yeah. The alternative narrative is uh it does exist, but it's not as bad as they're telling you. And that 
you have the ability to take some proper precautions and get your body strong, bring in some vitamins, bring in some good nutrition, and you will recover and be just fine. Mm -hmm. The in the no narrative, that's what I wrote. Okay. In the no say it's all bullshit. Mm. <laughs> that's what the in the no narrative say. It's all bullshit. Corona, um, the Coro word actually means crown. The word virus means poison. What this has been from the very beginning has been a poisoning of this. Mm. And this is all that's needed to make you sick. Hotel. This is all that is needed to make you sick. It is, it is why you can have people to go into a good book for people to get into is um, You Are the Placebo by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Get into his work, especially if you like science. See, I don't need science to confirm Jack to me because I know. <laughs> but I do like it. I get into it. I love the merging of the two worlds. And I'm like, ah, and, you know, it's so-called proves what ancients been doing forever been knowing forever like mm -hmm. okay cool y'all with it now <laughs> but get into that book and look at example after example how you could have a group you got a control group you got your placebo group you tell both groups that they're getting surgery one group doesn't get it and they have just as good as results as the other group how's that possible how's that possible and people use the word placebo in a derogatory sense. Like, oh, that won't nothing but a placebo effect. But what are you saying? Mm. You say that I, I just with my power of my mind can make a thing so? Ooh, that sounds like power to me. Mm. That's what it sounds like to me. Mm. And the same thing with, it goes through like example after example of cancer patient, right? Cancer patient is misdiagnosed right never even had it mm. still got sick and died mm. come to find out never had it wow you know what i mean like any in 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 it's one after another after another it goes through laughter therapy yeah how people have been able to simply feel good this is why you gotta make sure above everything, man. You feeling good. When the last time you laughed? Did you laugh today? Do you make it a point to laugh every single day? Right. Not no, <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> woo, like getting into that thing, keeping yourself in the stream of wellness. There's a stream of wellness. It is always flowing in you, around you, through you. You put blockages in that. That that you do that. So if you are really interested in, in remaining in a state of wellness, that's what you got to focus on. Where's my attention? Where's my attention? Because I know where my attention is. I know where my thoughts are, right? If I know where my thoughts are, I'm going to know where my feelings are. Mm -hmm. When I know my feelings, that's going to dictate my mood. And then I stay in that mood long enough, it will define my personality, which is my personal reality. Bing Hotel. Bong. <laughs> Bing bong. This is why you and I can be in the same world. You can be experiencing something completely different than me. And I'd be looking like, damn. Ooh, seems bad. I don't see the things that other people see because I ain't looking for them. 
I ain't going to my grocery store looking for the prices to go up. Mm. I ain't looking for that. Mm. Why would I look for what I don't want to see and experience? Mm. Will you understand the work behind this? You ain't got no time to be talking about stupid shit. You mm. ain't got time to be arguing with people. You be you get a reminder every time, like, oh, okay, I ain't know my game. I for the past throughout the last two years, I put on a face diaper five times. Okay. All right. I had to fly once. Had to take one for the team. It was a family thing, right? Two times I had to take somebody to the doctor. And um only time and the place to be you know whatever are you on yeah right yeah you know what i mean one was my my grandmother um she was on a deathbed and that wasn't the time to whatever won't make no big deal about that and then lastly i had to take somebody somewhere and who was older same type thing right Mm -hmm. but outside of that i'm gone where i wanted to go right we've had rules and regulations here oh what they call um, and I've only in the only in any time I've only had a couple times. One time I went into Ross, the guy ran after me like, "Yo, yo, yo, yo!" I was like, "What? Where's your, you know, face diaper? I'm not here. I'm not able to wear one." Oh, you can't be in the store. So I left out that store, walked 20 feet to the TJ Maxx next door, got what I wanted, and left. So <laughs> the only times when I have had like encounters, one time is this lady at Walgreens, boy, she was living. And I didn't even know she was talking to me. I don't walked in the store. I got all my little goodies and I'm walking back and I, you know how you just in a zone. Yeah. And finally I come to, and I just hear like, and as it gets clear, I'm like, is this all talking to me? <laughs> 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 and I mean, she's like, you don't need to have your so-and-so. And by the time I get in the car, she's starting to pull out. And I never break stride. I never break stride. I get in the car. I was like, damn, I must have been off my game. How was he, she even in my frequency? How did we even meet? Like, I must have been sleeping on my pimping. That's what I took it as. Mm. Like, she shouldn't have been able to see me. Mm. I should have been invisible to her. So I was like, damn, bro. Okay, it's time to get back in the house. Get, get back in the house. You got to regroup. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I took this as an opportunity to check myself because if I'm really about this game, I should be able to override whatever's going on around me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So anybody that has come, the worst thing that you can do for a person that's not ill is to isolate them. I mean, for a person who is ill is to isolate them. Right. To, to spread the energy of not just, it ain't just negativity is deeper than that. It's, it's fear. That's what it is. Yeah. Like the fact that grown adults were putting their children in the basement or in rooms and isolating them for 10 days. Yeah. That's not child abuse. Uh. That's not child abuse. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Because if we talking about, let's talk about a real, Let's just pretend, right? We talk about it's a deadly thing that you can't see. This thing's so small, you can't even see it on a regular microscope. You think just you closing the door. Say <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, people are under a spell. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, a, and a spell is simply a narrative. It, it is something that you continue to replay over in a telling that you recount 
over and over and over and over again. And something has to jolt you. Something has to agitate you to the point to snap you out of it. Right. You know what I mean? And if yeah. that don't happen, no matter what they say, them people can, they can come out and say whatever. Them people still like, Come on, Let me, give me three of them. Yeah, I need to put three on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Monique, thank you. She said, thank you for another great live. Um, do either of you all know about DOD data and the 10 times uptick of cancer, neurological issue on military personnel with the vacation? Yeah, we're very familiar with them stats. Um, Dimasaja. Now, there's a couple of things you said I want to unpack that's just like super powerful. One of them was the kids. We're going to come back to that. But what you just said about the lady in the store and the fact that y'all even had an interaction and you didn't place the blame on her, you placed the blame on yourself and you said you were slipping in your game. It's very powerful and I don't want people to allow that to slip by because, you know, something I always tell people is everything in your life is your fault. And when you do that, you give yourself power. And when you say it's something else, you give up your power. But I think the, the interesting part about your statement is your synchronicity with your timeline let's just say the synchronicity with your lifeline Mm -hmm. maybe you left the house a minute too early or a minute too late Mm -hmm. maybe you're supposed to go later right maybe you wasn't supposed to go down the aisle that way you should have went the other way Mm -hmm. you're saying that your synchronicity with your lifeline was off and that's why you came into contact with this woman in that manner right and and not necessarily that i did i wasn't supposed to right not like i i should have left or i shouldn't have left because i believe if the encounter happened it was supposed to happen it was supposed right? to happen it was supposed to happen and i took it as a spiritual reminder mm. check yourself where are you where are you vibrationally because we all, and I had to even, I know a lot of people was asking me to send them stuff and do certain things. And I got to a certain point, I couldn't, like, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting myself off from all of this nonsense. Mm. This is not my world. This is not my reality. I don't want to see nothing else. I don't want to hear nothing else. So I went through, you know, might have been a, I mean, I got to the point where I didn't want to leave the house, right? I would go outside. I'm mm. still going outside. But I don't want to, you know, the gym was tripping at the time. Like, bro, I'm not coming in here with no face diaper on. No, kiss my ass. Yeah. And then to tell me I can wear it through the hall, but I can take it off once I get in the yoga room. We deep breathing, 95 degrees. You know what I mean? And the, the manager's like, I was like, does that make any sense? Well, you know, no, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, how about this? Cancel my membership. Well, 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 wait, wait, wait. Um, we can, um, we'll just put your account on the medical hold. You do whatever you want, all right? Let me know when this crap, you done playing stupid, all yeah. right? And then I'll be back. Yeah. And yeah. that went on for probably about eight months, I think. Six, six or eight months yeah. might have been. So, in the same type thing, I just got into the point where I'm like, I got to. And I'm always talking to myself, talking to myself. I've been doing the 40 day reset with a group starting, it was started January um, 3rd. And this is something I've been honing on, right? Mind, body reset. The importance of the mind, 
you got to become your own cheerleading squad. You should be able to hear you. You should be able to hear like, what you doing? What the hell are you supposed to be doing? You know, um, we good. Don't worry. All right, let's get it. That you should be able to hear that voice talking to you as a reminder. And I like to have triggers. So triggers aren't bad. They are when other people holding a controller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you set them up for yourself, even when there's some sense of doubt that creeps in, right? You should have a trigger. Mine is, Rook, tell me what you know. Tell me what you know. I know that I'm all powerful. I know that I'm a creator. I know that as I think, so I am. I know that I can't get it wrong. I know that I'm always on the right path. I cannot be off my path. That's what I know. I know I wasn't born to be ill. I know that I don't have anything to be afraid of. I know I got the army of the universe behind me. Can't nobody penetrate that. Oh, and that's what I just reinforce until I get my energy back. So I get right back into where I need to be. I slide that book, that boogie right back in. You got to have that because we still feel things. You're still in this physical experience. I'm going to tell you something I'm working on now. Okay. It's going to sound real silly, right? Mm-hmm. So when I go out walking, I don't, this is going to sound crazy because people assume like when you don't eat meat that you just love all animals, right? I don't really like dogs. I don't really get down with dogs like that, right? Especially big ones. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I've been, I'm trying to, you know, working on uninstalling this program because I know I have nothing to be fearful of. Okay. And I know I can speak to this animal the same way that I can speak to the plants and anything else. So that if they are um, expressing, you know, aggressiveness to me, they're only responding to my my energy. Okay. Right? So I'm like, I'm feeling good. This is why you got to test that faith. Mm. Faith untested can be trusted. Mm. So I'm like, okay. All right, I'm going to go out. I'm going out walking. And so my husband's like, you need to have something in your hand. And I'm like, hey, why I'm good? Like, why am I bringing Why am I thinking about encountering something that I need something in my hand? Right? But because I'm a good, submissive wife. Ooh, I love that word. Ooh, we'll put a pause on that one. Right. So I was like, all right, babe. I found an umbrella. Right. That's the only thing I could find. Gonna find a stick. So I go out wall. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. So you can tell your thing, you can tell yourself, I'm about to give y'all some game right here. You can tell yourself whatever you want. You can give yourself affirmations, whatever you you can repeat them all the time, a hundred times a day, don't matter. Guess what happened? I said, right. <laughs> I hadn't even got a hundred steps, like, damn. So I'm like, okay, okay. Now my first inclination, okay, go back to the house. Like, no, I ain't no punk bitch. No, no. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm like, all right. (sighs) There's a defense, like where I walk, people got like a gate, but the gate is only about yay high. I'm like, he might can jump that. All right, I'm across the street. So I cross the street, <laughs> I try to get back into my mojo, right? Like, listen, we got this. I'm talking to myself, we got this, baby. Listen, listen, the dog, the dog don't mean no harm to you. You don't mean no harm to it. It's just chill. That was the first, you know, one of the first times that I was testing this. All right, some days passed, I ain't seen no dog. Or I would see some and, you know, they were minding their bill. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. But it's a certain type, like the pit bulls is always like, okay, I got to watch this mug right here. And the last instance that I had 
And I knew it because I could feel it, right? I could feel the dog was big. It was a big old black dog. I'm like, bro, I ain't been this, bro. Why is your attention on that? Why are you even giving energy to that? You are giving, you are feeding the fear. If you would just stay in your zone, you shouldn't even see that dog, right? Right, right. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. The lady crossed the street, she ended up passing me. I had to cross the street again. <laughs> So I'm going to have to report back, right? Okay. And let you know when, and I love this because it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you repeat is who you are. The behavior going to confirm who you truly are. Ah, that's mm. I just gave you something there. If you mm. can catch it, mm. that's what you have to use as a guiding principle. This is why I don't recommend folks just doing what I do. You might not have got a belief system. They can back up what I'm doing, right? If you really feel fearful and you feel like you need to sanitize your hand, then sanitize your hand. I ain't sanitizing mine because I need that. There's some bayon here. There's some good bacteria. I need here. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> right. I need, I'm, I talk to my bacteria. I talk, I'm like, look, thanks for hooking me up. Thanks for keeping that vitamin production going. Thank you for breaking things down, clearing things out. Yeah. When I step out into the world, I'm in harmony with everything. With everything, I'm not expecting nobody to come and mug me. Women be tripping, bro. They be like, they got this whole one through 10. Okay, this and look for this and then look for that. I'm not saying not be wise. We do be wise. This is where to know thyself comes in. Because my intuition will tell me. Right? I can see somebody like, man, they look crazy. Yeah. All right, let me go this way. Right. I'm right. going to trust that. I'm yeah. not trying to prove no point to myself then. Right. Spirit said, my spirit said, he look a little crazy. Let me go on <laughs> over here. Or she. All right. Because there's some she's that look crazy too. Yeah. And, and I let that be my guide. But you can't ride off nobody else's belief system. This is why it's called self-work. Know thyself. This is that digging in. This is that. And this is why when opportunities like the last two years come, you got to give so much thanks. You got to give appreciations because you got an opportunity to get an inner look at your own self. You, we would never dig deeper. Um, I don't like, I, I try to tread lightly with the whole idea of, um, I start feeling a little religious stench, you know, when it comes to illness and people experiencing illness because what the church would preach is like, you know, there was some honor in it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> there was a badge of honor. Mm. But damn, you shouldn't stay there. Like, if you do experience it, there should be a coming out story. Isn't there some victory, some overcoming at some point? Right. However, there is a gift in all things. And there are certain people that have drawn experiences to them right now. Mm. There are people in a tough spot, man. People have gotten jacked up. Yeah. I mean, the stories that I'm seeing and even those people sharing things with me personally, um, it's going to be a, it's going to be some work for some folks to get back. Right. But let me go on record. Let me say this while I saw my mind and I'm in my spirit. Okay. <clears throat> there is nothing. There is nothing that you can encounter in the physical that you can't overcome. Mm -hmm. Nothing. This is where I differ from the alternative folks. Okay. Right. Because I know what it's saying. I, I've read all the documentations. I've seen, you know, I, the connection between the metals and this and the 5G, I understand. But you need to understand that you are spirit above all.
above all. And there is nothing, there is nothing. This is the hill I'm willing to die on. Do you understand me? There is nothing that you cannot come back from. There is nothing that you do not have the power to overturn. I am a damn witness. Hotel. So I'm just saying. Tell them what says so. Y'all, if y'all not listening to her podcast, y'all bullshitting. Y'all got to get in tune with this woman's podcast. I got two more questions I ask all my guests. And we're going to wind this down. You familiar with Dragon Ball Z? Not really. Okay. I mean, yeah, no, but not, not really. Okay. So this is Dragon Shinra. After you, you collect all the Dragon Balls, you get one wish. Okay? Mm-hmm. So me, Uncle Hotep, Cannon Hotep. Chad, whole squad, Cassius, Halima. We go around the world, universe, we collect all seven Dragon Balls, okay? We bring them to you. We say, Rook, we want you to make the wish. What do you wish for? For myself or for everybody? I can't make that decision. <clears throat> oh, okay. It's just the wish. The wish is you, the wish. We done collected all the Dragon Balls. Shinra <clears throat> gonna pop up. He's gonna say, Who called my name? What do you okay. want? Right? This is what he does in the, in, the, in the cartoon. Okay? And he's gonna ask, What is your wish? And you get the wish for anything in the world. Okay. 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 Boom. Got it. All right. Yes. My wish. Hmm. My wish is that for every single person to be given the opportunity or the experience of challenge, right? So I want every person to be able to, to experience challenge and, ex- and, and let me see how I wanna frame this. <clears throat> challenge and sensitivity. That's what I want to give to everybody, to the world. I want you to experience the challenge so that you get the opportunity to activate something within yourself that increase your sensitivity to your spirit. Because once mm. that happens, you don't need nothing else. Mm. You're going to figure everything else out. Mm. That's my gift to the world. Mm. But you see what preceded the, the, the gift, right? Yeah. <laughs> the challenge. Ah, so good. That's, so good. That's deep. I think mm-hmm. you might be, uh, I think, in my opinion, you're, you come in first place with, the, with that question. Last week I had on um, Tori Nix, and she had a very, very good answer. Actually, hers was qu- quite similar to yours, where, you know, she wanted people to go back to the genesis of understanding self. And yours is kind of like along the same vein. That's interesting. All right. So one more uh, hypothetical. All right. Um, for some reason, Jay-Z and Beyonce has come out of nowhere and they've co-signed the Hoteps. So everybody's like, oh, shit, we're going to listen to the Hoteps what? now. Okay. It's a hypothetical. Oh, I was about to say, when is that? Oh. <laughs> She's about to start Googling this shit. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I missed this. <laughs> now it's hypothetical, hypothetical. It's going to happen someday, though, but this is hypothetical. We're preparing for this moment. Okay, okay. The I'm Jay-Z with it. and Beyonce, you know, come out and they say, yo, the Hoteps is right. Y'all need to mess with Hotep Nation. 
and the whole world, the whole uh, black community of America specifically um, is, has their eyes and ears open. And so we, we are going to declare a leader and we declare a leader, you the leader. We say, well, because we need a president of this new nation that we're building, it's going to be Project Rook. What is your first executive order specifically for the benefit of the black community? Um, it could be anything in the world, something that they do, something that we do. What is it that you think would be uh, a powerful move for a leader, dictator, whatever, that would um, bring the black community to some, some sort of harmony? Because it seems as though they run around and there's some disharmony. Um, but a lot of this is going to reveal how you view the black community as well and the state that they're currently in. So what would you do if you were the leader of the black American? I'm burning it all down. <laughs> I'm burning it all down. I'm setting it all on fire. <laughs> what does that mean? Complete destroy everything. <laughs> everything as we know it. So we getting rid of uh, the Democrats. We getting rid of all of the leaders. Right? All the so We getting rid of the churches too. Oh, look. I don't know. Some of y'all might need that. Let me think. No, no. I'm literally. I. I w- it would be a clean slate. Mm. Right. I, I. I would. I think. There is this idea that we can. Um, that we can fix. That everything can be fixed. Some things can't be fixed. Some things need to be destroyed. Mm. Out of the ashes, what? You know. Uh. That, that's the rising. There has to be that's not I, some people might misinterpret and say well damn you saying ain't nothing good no i'm not saying that at all but what i would do is give people a clean slate part of me feels like when i look i, I view history so just different now i ain't got no opinions about all the crazy stuff that's taking place because i'd be like damn well you know you got to get the people what they want right people have proven that they don't know how to govern themselves or they choose not to. But we can't dismiss the fact that there's a lot of programming, right? There's there's a lot of other things that have come into place. But if we had a clean slate, right? We we clean the, what was given to people was just a small tablet, 10 pages. That's it. (laughs) You are all powerful. You are all knowing. You can heal yourself from anything. You came from abundance, you are abundance. You are forever protected. You can't get it wrong. (laughs) Um, The only safe place that exists is within yourself. Mm. (laughs) Oh, Jeff. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. You understand? Like, no, it's one more. Ask and you shall receive. Mm. Like, starting blank slate. I appreciate a lot of things like a lot of people do. Like, I laugh. I, I think we funny as hell. Like, we got a lot of great attributes and have, have done a lot of great th- things. And again, I certainly, I love excellence. Like, anything that resembles greatness and doing things in an excellent manner, I mean, it, it fires me up on the inside. 
Right, it does. Mm-hmm. However, there is a lot. It's it's it's. I, I make so many parallels with the church. It's because I spent a lot of time there, and I see a good thing. You know, <laughs> the path of good intentions often lead to hell. Mm-hmm. And so, just because we are well intended with a lot of things, going back to the ladies, we are well intended with a lot of things. We think we are helping, but we are not. Mm. When we when we give women a pass when they need to be held accountable, that is not helping. Mm. And if you are a parent, you understand that, or you will soon enough. So, giving people, giving the community a blank slate to start to build anew. This is how I know people don't really want to be free. Because that I can feel it bothers some people because they connected to this thing. They got a loyalty to this shell, this thing here. Yeah. Who are you if you have no skin? Mm. Who are you? If you have no sex, who are you? Mm. That's who I'm more interested in. So getting people back to that and starting anew that you don't create an identity in something that is fallible. Mm. You don't create an identity in something that can be destroyed. Your spirit cannot be destroyed. Mm. So that's how I would roll. I'm setting, I'm, I'm coming through. We coming through, through with the bulldozers. <laughs> we coming through with the, the dynamites and, and we taking it all down. That, that's the way, that's how I would do it. Um, and I think eventually, truth be told, is what's going to happen anyway. Like if the bulldozers don't come through, we're going to self-destruct anyway. Nobody in their right mind can see the path we own and think, oh yeah, boy, we going up. You think because you got money, you think because you got crypto, you think because you got some properties and you got some travel miles that you've come up. I mean, certainly I want you to get those things. Make no mistake about it. I ain't right. about no poor and righteous at all. Right. right. I don't rep that at all. Right. But what profits a man to gain the whole world mm. and lose his own soul? Mm-hmm. His soul is who you are, what is true to you. Yeah, we on uh it's it's yeah, we can have a whole episode and talk about the path that we on and the fact that those of us it's the smart, I'm definitely getting rid of the smart niggas. All the degree, and that include me because I'm degree too, but <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like that mindset. This is what truly holds the community back. They are the first ones to say it's okay if they went to the restaurant and twerked on the tables. It's not a big deal. <laughs> they felt like it. They are free. The white man trying to hold them down. Why she can't express herself? You don't go to that job. You don't go to that white man job and get on your desk and twerk, do you? <laughs> so that tells me you do have self control. Ah. Like the mm. fact that standards are despised. We, dis- we despise order. We despise structure. This is the real issue between men and women right now. Uh. <laughs> we don't want no resemblance of that. Now, what is suppressed is eventually expressed. So the bucking that we see coming from a lot of women, yeah, you know, it's somewhat justified. We got a history, right. you know? We, we, there, there, is, there is hurt, but it's hurt on both sides. Mm-hmm. There's injury on both sides. There is pain on both sides. Um, and this is why it will work to come together. It, that, that would be the ideal thing. But 
to stay in this perpetual state of I'm angry and I can do what I want, when I want, how I want. I want you to keep that philosophy and see how it works out for you. Because mm. <laughs> God is not the, the author of confusion. That's what the good books say. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so when you are confused, this is, this is the game of the matrix. This is the game of the so-called pandemic was to keep you confused. What happens when you confuse? What happens if somebody takes you, if you ever a kid and you just go in a circle really fast, around, 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 just keep going. You ain't got to go fast. Just keep going around and around. What do you do? Get dizzy. <laughs> but you lose your footing. You right. lose your balance. Right. And you lose your sense of direction. That's what the confusion about is about having you lose your sense of direction. And the first thing that comes along that appears to look like direction or to give you direction, you hop on. Mm. Yeah. Hotel. Mm. So I know um, I'm not, I don't speak the language of the community for the most part. I know. Um, I'm not going to coddle you. I'm not going to treat you like you handicapped. I'm not going to treat you like you're a victim. I can only see in you what I see in myself. And I see power in myself. Mm. I'm not going to tell you. I would never tell a child that they got to work 10 times harder because of something. Now, I want your ass to work hard just because you should, you should want to put forth your best effort. But I would never tell a child that. That's child abuse. Mm. I would never tell them the system is set up against you. What system? Because the only system they really need to be tapped into is this one. If they tap into this one, what did Dick Gregory say? It is not they. It's in here. This is what matters. They can't stop you. Give more power. They is the new devil. They, mm. I was trying to get a job, but the white man won't let me in. You mean to tell me you can't override the white man? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's embarrassing at this stage of the game. Where your ancestors at? I thought you got the posse, you got the uh the uh the altar, you got all your little your little stones and crystals, you're doing all your little moon rituals, and don't none of that shit work for you. <laughs> I need answers. The tarot cards. And all of that. Af I need some answers. Affirmations. Just a, just another thing to put a clamp on us. We got people now that's looking for bad things to happen. Uh oh, oh, it's a retrograde. Uh oh, I know what this happened. What? I tell the retrograde what it's going to do. It mm. don't tell me. Mm. We don't even get. It's a reflection of. In, out. <laughs> it does not determine for you. You determine. Uh, it's just reflecting back. That's all. Uh. Come on now, is you can't say you believe that mind is all and all is mine. Uh, that this is a spiritual game, and then you have exceptions where you don't apply the spiritual. Mm. It's like believing people that believe in law of attraction until bad things start happening to them. Well, first of all, that's the, the white people came up with that anyway. <laughs> that, that's some of the you know that was uh, I can't think of the lady name Doris somebody and uh, um, Abraham Hicks. You know, that's white people stuff anyway. Yeah. Is it now? Because uh. so, it, so it applied when it worked for you. Mm. When it was working in your favor. Now it's not working in your favor. And it's like, uh, yeah, 
like the contradictions bother me. Uh-huh. Like say that thing with your chest and stand on it. And then how I personally have gotten better is I hold a fire in my ass. And when I when I got a strong conviction and something ain't adding up, it's like I got I have searched a yearning to know. Mm. I gotta know. This what saved me. This what saved me from the <laughs> the clinches of the church. Mm. I had to know the truth. Yeah. Insatiable desire. I must know. And when it came to healing, I must know how there are some people. If you go back to any time in history, some people will always find no matter what went on. They were always healthy and they were always wealthy. What did those people know? What type of mindset did they have? What were they tapped into? I must know. I must know how this person was sent home with a cancer diagnosis stage four. Get your affairs in order. You got less than two months. And now it's here 15 years later, they still alive. Right, right. I must know. Some people don't must know. They don't, they don't have, it don't bother them. It's just like, well, yeah, there, there's no awareness there. And it's, no, it's nothing wrong with that. Like if you are fine, if the past two years haven't shaken you at all, there has been no agitation. There has been nothing that have caused you to say, hmm, that's strange. Hmm, that's weird. And keep on doing what you're doing. Right. Like right. don't try to force yourself into something that you don't feel drawn into. If it resonates with you, that's a sign. Let me let me turn around. Let me check this out over here. Let me look into this thing. But if it doesn't, keep on doing what you're doing. Matter of fact, keep going to the doctor. Take five more prescriptions. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> Knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. And the next time they spin up a new thing, because they will not waste this opportunity. There will be something. Like they're not just gonna stop. No, it'll spin into something else. You'll be caught up in that web again. And it'll you'll stay in this perpetual loop until you finally decide to put your toe out on the ground. <laughs> you ever been spin, spinning on a um, merry-go-round? All you gotta do is just put your foot, put that toe out on the ground, the momentum cease. So. There's something else you said that made you spark up. It was this term that many people have a problem with especially women submissiveness why'd you spark up when that term left your vocal cords because i know what the word means the word means receptivity it's the spirit of receptivity being receptive Mm. and then let's go Mm. back let's go back to the corporate world because we love we love the rock our titles yeah. Love to rock that, right? You better know who I am, the VP of XYZ. I'm the PhD. CEO. <laughs> right? Director. <laughs> so in those instances, your ass is submitting to somebody. Because mm. mm. you ain't gonna tell me your boss don't come to you with some stuff that you like, bro. What? Nah. Well, guess what you do? Your ass fall in line. So you mean to tell me that the person or the people who you say mean the most to you, right? That'll go to war for you. They got your back. In many instances, you laying beside this person every night. You mean to tell me you got a problem with that word? Ah, it means because you're not receptive. Mm. That's what that means. You mm. lack receptivity. You lack understanding. 
So we don't have to agree. I can see a thing different, but I'm receptive to who to what it is that you're saying and um the direction and where it is that you are shifting us to or leading me to or mm-hmm. pointing me to. I like that better. Pointing me to. Okay. Easy. Easy. And my reminder is always if I can do it outside, I certainly can do it inside. If I can do it outside the house, I can do it inside the house. It's not a big deal. We trip over little things. And then as soon as something happened, we all over the place. Oh, you know, my boo-boo, my baby. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, take care of the things that take care of you. Love and respect the things that love and respect you. Well, he don't respect me. Well, that's your problem. And that's a whole different discussion. You in a situation and there's no respect. I, I, hey, that's on you. But again, here come the, I call them the BBB posse. <laughs> What's that? I call them the bitter and broken bitches. And <laughs> life has they way with them. They make poor choices. They overlook red flags and then they become bitter, right? Their heart is broken, they become bitter. Yeah. And that venom, they love sharing with other women. So we can all be bitter together and we can toast to it. Come on, girl, let's get some wine. Let's go to brunch and talk about how niggas ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you are feeding the thing to people who are really serious about getting into relationships, like if it's important to you to have healthy relationships, you're not going to find yourself experiencing that staying in these types of environments. It's, it's very, I mean, I believe anything is possible, but that's very challenging to do. It's just very challenging to do. And most of our, Mamas, I hate to say it, grandmas, aunties, they have meant well, but there's pain. There is, I hate the word trauma because we just overuse it, but it's there and it's been spread. And we are misadvising women is what we're doing. There's this idea that you could just convince yourself that you are so strong, you're so independent, that all you need to do is achieve things on the outside. If that was true, we wouldn't see the number of beautiful, smart, talented women who have achieved magnificent things who are suffering the way they're suffering, who are all over the place mentally, falling apart, smiling on the outside. Again, beautiful on the outside, but decaying on the inside, deciding to take their life and do other things. You can splash that 1-800-SUICIDE number up there. I encourage you to. You can tell people they just need to go to therapy. Therapy like the new church now. Just keep going. You don't get no results. It don't matter, but it feels good. You can do all of those things, but you cannot fix an internal individual problem through collective external efforts. That's not how it works. And we're not speaking to the spirit man. And as the energies on this planet shift, you got to rise. And if you don't, you, you're going to feel like all of those lower energies you are going to feel. Yeah. And one key piece, because this is a question that I hear, and I think it's a good question when people say, well, look, I hear everything that you've said about what's going on. But I know for a fact that I wasn't sick until I was around this person. I wasn't, you know, I got sick in my house and then everybody else got sick. 
I like that. I think that's a good question. Valid. Here's the problem with trying to blame microorganisms. The microorganisms are already there. If you took a swab and did your table, your wall, your floor, the countertop, your back, your toothbrush, <laughs> have, you, have you ever done that? You have bacteria that live on your skin, live in your nose, live in your mouth. So these, you are surrounded by these things all the time. It's a little odd that in this particular instance, they will be the cause because they're always present. Could it be, just a question, that you have a biofield around you? There's an energy field, there's resonance, and that your fear and your belief that germs spread and illness spread is what actually spread. It's oh, that is connected. Mm. Could it be? Because if anybody in my house has experienced any sort of illness, mm -hmm. I don't change up anything. We can still hug, we can still kiss, we can still hold hands, we still can do whatever. Like there's nothing different because I have zero fear. I know that's not how illness works. And so I don't put that vibration out at all. Mm. But most of us, this is embedded. This is a program that has been running for a very long time. You got to free yourself. Free yourself from the chain that says the people you love could make you sick. It's impossible, but you can make you sick. Mm. Through your belief of it. This is why we have to be mindful of what we even think. Have you ever had some crazy thoughts across your mind? You're like, what in the hell? Yeah. Like, it scare you a little bit. It'd be like, damn, I'm glad anybody hear that. I don't even know where that came from. Right. Things are floating through your mind. I envision it like me sitting in a movie theater, right? And there are different scenes passing, right? Different thoughts. We are connected through that stream. That's what mass consciousness is. So you can have a, something that crawls that be totally crazy. That, that won't your thought. This is why when you, if you get into meditation, you got to practice saying, I am not the mind, I am not the body. I am not the mind, I am not the body. Stop getting tripped up over your thoughts because that's not who you are. Your job is to decide. You choose. You choose what you want to accept and then you accept it. Otherwise, you let that shit keep right on flowing by. <laughs> you keep you let it keep it right on moving. So I, when people talk about changing the world, and I used to be deep on this until I understand the way things work. You want to truly impact the world? Change yourself. Change your thoughts. Change what you expect. You know what I expect right now? I expect the courts to do what they're supposed to do. I am expecting that people is such an energy is about to rise up in them. They're, they're becoming more sensitive to their power. There are people who are looking at things differently in a way that they haven't before. They are questioning things differently than they haven't before, right? I see politicians shaking in their boots. Yeah. I see those who so-called is the powers, like going back to the drawing board, like, okay, damn. All right, what are we gonna do now? Like that's these are the scenes that I envision when I when I heard of someone, you know, close to me going to get, you know, the jabby 
all I thought about was their wellness. Like they find they good. They find they good. They protect it. All they get. Matter of fact, they get a vitamin shot. That, this is what I think in my mind. This is what I help put out there. So when we hop on bandwagons and it's easy to do, especially when it's like chaos going on, right? Look, look at it. Look, 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 told you, told you. But when you hop on that and you take yourself mentally there, you are in your creative space here. This is your creative world. And you impact everything around you by what it is that you are expecting to encounter. So mind is all. Think well. Live well. Expect well. The law of expectation. You got to expect. I expect to be well. I expect to be able to drop it like it's hot and get up and not have no pain. I expect that. That's just normal. <laughs> right. I expect, I expect to be able to, you know, my daughter has, she was like, oh, I think it's ringworm. Uh, you need some gloves? No. What do I need gloves for? No gloves. <laughs> That's silly. Like, I, I don't expect me to touch you and help your body in aiding you and then for that to be a danger to me, then for that to threaten me, we got to get back in tune with one another. I'm not fearful of my fellow man. And the government damn sure ain't going to tell me who to be fearful of. That's the last person that's going to tell me. The last. <laughs> Matter of fact, they ain't going to tell me at all. They ain't even last. They ain't on the list at all. So, yeah. Good things. Good things on the horizon. You know why I know you're good at healing? Because this conversation has healed me. <laughs> I was in a particular mental state, not abnormally bad, just a certain state, okay? And I'm healed now. I'm healed. And this is very important uh, that we had this conversation, and I absolutely thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the infamous, the famous, the wise Project Rook. Rook, hang around um, so I, we can uh, debrief. All of her links in the description box below. Make sure y'all follow her. Make sure y'all get in tune with her website. And um, if you need healing, this is the person to definitely come to. Um, it's projectrook.com. Uh, we're out of here. Hotep and Bill, love y'all. Peace out.